So it was not my idea. But did you see the video on YouTube? Yes, no, maybe in the house. I didn't see the video, but okay. I, I saw a, a one a, a night of a show that you did, and it was uh, a lot of a lot of black leather involved. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, can we put like pictures in the? Uh, <laughs> in we the can interview? do that. We can do that. Damn. Hey guys, this is Christina Sofina, and you're watching the Jam Interview. Historia. <laughs> okay, I see you did your. Well, do, uh, do, I, do I answer this in Russian or in English? If you want, you can answer them both if you want to. Oh, Doesn't God. matter. Um, so, so, tell yeah. the, so tell the audience what I just. <laughs> I okay, just told okay. You. So, um, all right. Jamal said. What is your story in Russian? Какая твоя история? Pretty much similar, very similar story, история. Ну, я родилась в Казахстане, выросла в России. I don't know. Probably there's not going to be that many Russian people. They might be, actually. But uh, my story goes like this. I was born in Kazakhstan, um, like, you know, Soviet Union-ish. Kazakhstan is close to Kyrgyzstan, Uzbekistan, all those stands like Borat, you know, that area. If that says anything to you. Um, and when I was six, my family moved to Russia, and that's where I grew up. That's where I, where I like went to school. And six years ago, I moved here to America and the United States. So it's been it's been definitely like a, a journey, you know. Um, and you, do you want me to say like musically? It's it's your story or to tell. Or just the locations. <laughs> it, it's your it's your story to tell. Okay. Well, I started. Um, I always loved music for some reason. It was just like an I don't know innate kind of. Um, it was in my character to always like music, and I was always dancing and singing to whatever I hear, and certain rhythms and certain you know melodies, you know. I reacted to them more. I thought, you know, like um, Lambada, the Brazilian song, Lambada. That, I thought that was Kazakhstani. I thought that was my, my, like, my people's song. So when I was like three years old, I was always singing this, the Shora uh, that, um, And so like, I just like Latin music and all that stuff. So I started singing and it just kept going till right now. That's a very short story, I guess. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Uh, I feel like, but now I'm more, I understand what my place is, you know, as far as music and where I want to go. Because before I was like, yeah, I, I want, but I have all these fears and and all these like, I'm, you know, I'm just a little girl from Kazakhstan. Who makes it out of Kazakhstan? Do you know any anybody? Yeah. Or, or even <laughs> Russia. Well, me, yeah, I mean, well, besides me, I haven't made it yet. I, I actually interviewed somebody else that is from Russia. Really? Yeah. Cool. She she she's a she was a student at the University of Akron. So. Mhm. Oh, that's tight. Like yeah. a, a, a international student. I guess. Tight. Well, no. She she mm -hmm. she was raised in the U.S. too. So. Okay. I'm not sure what age. I'm not sure what age she came into the U.S. But. So she was like 
you know, she went to school here and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a little different because I feel like when you're in school, you, more, you know more like history and things like that. Yeah, and, that's, and in your experience, you, you, just recently, you just recently moved here. Yeah, six years rel ago. Rel relatively yeah. recently. I mean, six years is a long it, time. It, it is, and it goes by fast too, though. So, mm -hmm. But yeah, it, it, is, it is different. It can mm -hmm. be different. I can understand how it can be different. Obviously, I mm -hmm. don't have that experience. I still don't know some things. I, I still like... So, and with, as far as languages, it's very interesting because there's some things that you, there are things in Russia that are, that are untranslatable into English and vice versa. So like, there's some things that I, I'm trying to explain to my Russian friend, friends, but I can't because I don't know, they don't know what I know, I guess, or they don't know like the experiences and same with Spanish too. It's like, and then sometimes you, you kind of like get stuck between like three, four languages, like trying to figure out how to, uh, you know, like, um, I don't know, I don't have any examples, but there's, okay, so in, in Portuguese, uh, saudade, uh, saudade means like, there's not a word to describe it in Russian or in English, but it's basically like a nostalgic feeling about something that happened, you know, before, back in the day, or whenever, and it's like a uh, a sadness, but like a light sadness, but a, like bittersweet kind of. But there's not a word, so you cannot explain that unless you, you know, unless like you're going to be talking for five minutes trying to, you know, give some examples. So no, no, that makes it's, sense. It's very interesting, very interesting, definitely. But I appreciate the ability to, to know all these different languages and different cultures. Yeah, of course. Um, all right, so we're going to get right into the questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, who was in charge of your wardrobe uh, for your previous band? Yes, no, maybe. <laughs> that's a great question. You know what? I think, I think yeah, that, that's... This is great. I don't think this interview is going to be crazy. But um, basically, yes, no, maybe. A little backstory. Uh, VJs of MTV, uh, Snijina and Vanya, they are, um, they had another girl singing with them. And I was like not even in the picture. But it just so happened that the girl couldn't sing or perform or something like that. And two days before their performance, somehow they ran into me through my friend and they asked me if I can sing like a whole bunch of songs. My bad. Let me do this. Um, and I said okay, and we did the show, and that's how it all started. So because they are VJs of MTV, and uh, they get access to all the like different designers, and the point of the whole, uh, you know, group band whatever is to kind of like shock people a little bit, I guess. They were doing all the, you know, creative direction as far as costumes. So it was not my idea. But did you see the video on YouTube? Yes, no, maybe in the house? I didn't see the video, but okay. I, I saw a, a one, a, a night of a show that you did, and it was a lot of, a lot of black leather involved. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That uh, can we put like pictures in the? Uh, <laughs> in the we can interview? do that. We can do that. <laughs>
<laughs> because I have, I mean, the, the black leather, it was, um, there was this guy, I mean, there is this guy, uh, he's a Russian like stylist and wardrobe designer. And for some reason he does, cra- he kind of like look a little bit like Marilyn Manson kind of. So he kind of got that BDSM-ish kind of vibe. And we had like all the, the leather. It was, it took us like at least 20 minutes to get into costume. Like just me, the people was like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It was crazy. And then like 30 minutes to get out of that. I was about to um, say, how, how was it getting out? Because I'm sure you were sweating after that. Yeah, we were sweating <laughs> so much. It was, it was crazy. It was like the, the, probably one of the most uncomfortable costumes as far as like, I could still move, but the, the sweat, it was just, it's bad. It's bad. It was really hot. But I mean, what you, you know, you're going to do. What I wouldn't do for art, you know. Yeah, for the love of art. For the love of art, yeah. Um, Talk about your journey through dance and choreography. Okay, ha, very interesting. So, just because I love music. um, I love to dance. I uh, always was dancing when I was, like, little in school. And it led up to the point that we were... And in the place that I was kind of like growing up, we had some, we had drummers. We had a lot of drummers for some, for some reason. And then every time when everybody's on the street, like drinking beer or whatever, when we're like 14, 15 years, that's what you do in Russia, kind of. Um, what was the drinking age? What is the um, drinking age? Drinking age is 18. Mm-hmm. But you know, like everybody in the, because we were not in Moscow, we were like kind of suburbs, kind of like a, a city right close to Moscow. I mean, in Moscow, it was the same thing. Like, you you pr- pretty much, like, you know, when you're 13, 14, you are you're doing whatever you're doing at that point. On this, you know, you're just hanging out with your friends. It's, it's, it's pretty wanna, bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Don't hurt stuff with your friends. Huh? <laughs> so, don't hurt stuff with your friends. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. But it's like, I'm glad for that experience because when I, when I turn, like, you know, 21 or whatever, I'm already, I'm already cool. I don't need to... Like, I already experienced those things as far as, like, drinking. I never did, like, drugs and things like that. I was, I was a relatively good person growing up. <laughs> but um, definitely. Well, well, well that, that was going to segue into my next question. Are you still a party animal? Um, well, I'm quarantined. Right. So I'm a cage dad. <laughs> I can't do nothing. Well, I mean, I do. Uh, you know House Party app? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Yeah, we still do that. We we do that, but it's not as wild as as like I love I love to party. I love, but I never do some like as far as like drinking. Yeah, I can drink, and it's mostly because I have that stereotype that I'm Russian, and kind of like it's a it's a respect thing. If I like if I'm in a new environment and everybody's drinking, I'm like okay, I drink with you guys, but be careful because I'm a, I'll drink you. But I don't drink on a regular basis. Like that pomegranate wine, I don't really, you know, I don't really be on that. But, you know. So it's a, it's a very interesting thing. But um, going back to the dance, uh, I was dancing and we had a whole bunch of people like just hanging out on the street. And the, there's some drummers. And I was always, for some reason, the one who was just standing there dancing and people like in a circle, you know, all that. Um, and then we started doing something in school where, where uh, we had this one girl that was singing. She's she's like, oh, I know you dance. Can you can you guys do the 
you know, backup dancing for, for, for us. So we started like doing a, we started choreography, like doing a choreography, but um, it definitely was really bad um, at that time. And then I just kept doing that and I loved dancing salsa and all the, you know, bachata, merengue, all that stuff. And then um, when I moved here, uh, probably like, I had a relationship for four years. My boyfriend was a um, is a, a choreographer, dancer. So I was like assisting him in class, and I learned act because I'm a I'm a more like a freestyle dancer. But with him, it was like I actually learned some choreography, and I learned to, you know, mimic and mimic and you know do the do you know all that the, the choreography. So. It's, it was a great experience, and I know I'm like way better because now I can take class and actually, you know, you know, follow through through the, through the whole class. So that was that. That's good. Um, and now at this point, I'm I'm trying to, you know, do m- more singing and more dancing. So it's like it kind of goes hand in hand. And it's a funny thing because growing up, I thought it it had to be I have had to be either a singer or a dancer. So. But now I, it it kind of goes hand in hand, like yeah. it's it's all music. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure you're finding out that in the music industry or in the entertainment industry that you kind of have to be a jack of all trades. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So now and before and then, and also funny how like your mind works. Like you think you're capable of certain things, or you think you're not capable. Oh, like for example, me thinking only dance or only singing. But, I mean, look at everybody who's performing. They're dancing and singing and, and acting, you know? So it's kind of like, it was a big, you know, revelation to me for some reason. I don't know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, what was the most challenging music video you had to produce? Uh-huh. Most challenging. Um, I have this video, So Natural, and um, it's... It's taking place in like a desert, so it's in a, it was in a Death Valley, and we found this um, kind of like a, a house or whatever. It was very interesting because it was like a lot of art in the house, and we had to go there at like two, three at night, um, two, three a.m. and and stay the night there before we start filming. So the next day we you know wake up really early and start filming, and it was really cold. And that's that's the most challenging thing for me. I don't I do not like cold at all. I don't. Mm-mm. That's why I'm not in Russia anymore. I don't because and people always say, ah, Christina, you're Russian. You're supposed to like cold. No, that's not true. That's the opposite. You know, like how a lot of people in like say California, they're like, oh yeah, I hate heat. I hate it. I want to go somewhere where it's cold. And I'm I'm that, but but I'm reverse. I don't know, like cold. I would rather sit sit here and sweat in the heat rather than just just be really cold and then get sick or something, you know. So yeah, we're sitting out there. It was really cold. Um, we were shooting, we were dancing the whole the whole day. It was very hot, and there were like bugs in the air. So while as we dancing and sweating, all these bugs trying to get us, and you can't see it on the video. But it was real. It was like we, we had to like constantly, we had to like run in between the takes 
because that that was really challenging. And then the same video, the opening scene is like me coming out of the ocean, very beautiful dress, and it's like it, it looks it looks very nice. Um, and we were shooting in November or December. So it was, you know how the ocean here is really cold yeah. in the summer? <laughs> yeah. So imagine November, December, like we literally, I went there wearing like winter coats and everything and just changed to my dress and went into the cold. The water was so cold. Oh my God. It was terrible. But I mean, what wouldn't you do for art? Right, right. Yeah. Jeez. That's the, that's like a motto. That's my motto. <laughs> Do it for the art. <laughs> Do it for the for the love of art, for music. Yeah, I think that 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 would be the most the craziest experience. Uh, what was the weirdest voiceover gig you had to do? Hmm. <laughs> uh, okay. You, you, did you did I tell you yesterday? Maybe uh, not. No, you didn't uh, tell me. Uh-uh. But. Uh, I just did a voiceover. The voiceover goes like this. Mojo zim, mojo zoom, mojo, mojo, mojo. I don't know where that's going to go. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But it's a real thing. Well, I mean, work is work. Right now in a quarantine situation, I mean, you kind of got to, you have to do what you have to do. So I did that. I don't know. I hope it. I hope it's something, uh, I don't know. I hope it's like, a, ju- a juice juicery or something i don't know <laughs> where i guess where was the company based out of for i guess we don't know i don't know i okay. so for the voiceovers um there's two websites there's fiverr.com and if you guys need a voiceover shameless plug hit me up on fiverr.com christina sofina um and i think voices.com and you kind of you don't know where those people come from they just hit you up and like hey i need this hey i need this how much that was going to be you know uh, me mostly I do I do like DJ drops and producer tags and, and like podcasts, you know, intros and outros and things like that. Um something for the radio. And I mean it's fun. it's I li- I like it. I like it and something that I can do at home because I have a setup, I have this and then I have another microphone and a half booth. So that's kind of been Picking up a little bit more, which I'm really happy about, especially in the quarantine. That's you know. good. That's good. So for people that get the uh, occasional, oh, hey, you have a a lovely voice. You should <clears throat> sing. You should whatever, whatever. What, mm-hmm. what advice would you give them? Oh, definitely try. Because if you have a great voice... And there's so many options to that. Like you can have great high voice, great low voice. You can have very energetic voice. You have you can have a sultry voice. You can. There's so many different cool voices, and that's like your innate talent. Why not use it for for good and for you know to get some money? That's great. You know, do whatever you could do. do you know how like in Bible there's a um, there's a parable for, uh, about the talents, where the guy gives the. Uh, um, Whoever working for for him, uh, he gives five talents, which is a, a, a money, but you can see it as an actual talent. And then um, he goes away, he comes back, and the first one that was given five, he, he invested, he did something, make ten. The one that was given three, he you know went to work, invested, got three more. And then the one who was given one, he got kind of scared. He didn't know. He didn't like the dude and. He put it in a, he like dug 
a hole in the ground and he, you know, put that there. And so the guy came back, he's like, hey, how you guys doing? And the first one goes, oh, there's 10. I made more. Oh, there's three, three more. I made more. And like, oh, okay, you take that portion and you be in charge of that. Use it however you want. And the last guy's like, well, um, you, I know you're not a great dude. You kind of like trying to get what's not yours. So I just dug a hole and here's your one talent. He's like, okay, give me that. I'm going to take that from you because you didn't, you, if you, if you put that in a bank, you would already have at least some interest, you know, and then, and give that one to the one that already has five. So basically if you don't have, um, whatever you have will be taken away from you. And if you do have more is going to like kind of richer, getting rich, getting richer, poor, getting poor. So I've, I see that, that, you know, that was a, a really major parable for me. And I'm like, if you have something, give it, you know, give it away. And then you're going you're gonna to have more of that. And you're going to, you know, be better off. If you don't, if you're not using your talents, you're not going to like, you're going to get stripped off of them. Like you're not going to have them eventually. So I would suggest everybody to, if, if you have a good voice or if somebody say, oh, you should sing or you should do, you should really do that. And even for free, you know, and then the more you do that, the more professional you're going to be and the more people will want your services. And then you can charge for that. And then, you, you know, grow your business and, you know, profit from that. So I would suggest go on Fiverr.com get yourself like get some samples of you singing or get some samples of you you know doing voiceovers whatever um put yourself out there and then voices.com that's the tip of the day <laughs> awesome it was much needed i'm sure mm-hmm. i'm sure it's going to be useful for the times that we are in yes yes anything that you can do at home or like e-commerce or like helping people consulting or um, doing dance lessons online or um, building websites or like even doing like Amazon stuff. I have a, uh, my friend Jared Never Sleeps. He and his friend Rebecca, they, um, they just got a, uh, they have a course. It's like $50 or something, how to, how to make money on, on Amazon. And it's, it's valid because they, I know him. He's actually doing that. He's making like, like one, two G's a day. Easy. I mean, it's not easy. You're going to have to learn, but... Yeah, yeah. Flipping items online and Mm -hmm. selling products online, yeah, it can be profitable, but yeah, Yeah. it takes a lot of work and a lot of effort, like anything, with anything else. Like anything. Like, it's it's what you want to do. It's what you like to do. It's what you see yourself doing. if, if, If your goals or your dreams align with that, do that. Because right now, we all have time. And the stimulus check. I'm just kidding. Um... (laughs) <laughs> what are some of your favorite experiences on New Albert Avenue in Moscow? What avenue? New Albert? Albert? Oh, Abbot. Arba. 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 No, Arba. Okay, you, you really did your research. Okay. Very interesting. I wonder where, where, you, where you got that from. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Nove uh, Arbat. Well, there's a new Arba Street and old Arba Street, and they go kind of like this. So both both of them are interesting. New Arba is more like 
like new stores and 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 you know like kind of like Macy's and and the equivalent of that. Old Arvid is a, is a lot more like it's kind of touristy, but there's there's a lot of like arts and crafts that you can buy, and there's like cool little spots. It's basically I really love to walk. I enjoy walking, looking at the like little buildings and historical things, and going to like museums, galleries, galleries, and things like that. And that is a very historical um, street. So you just by just walking there, you just get cultured so so much, and you can see so many different people from like all over the world. It's one of the like popular, um, I wouldn't say tr- trails, but like you know popular um you know streets that that tourists take so it's i don't uh, there there was a lot of like long walks from clubs in the morning because our clubs go to like five six in the morning and so after that you just walk and you get like some food here some something there and you just roam around with your friends pretty much it's a good it's a good time. Like if you're ever in Moscow, you I suggest you do that. It's it's great. It's amazing. When you see everybody going to work and you don't have to go to work, and it's it's a beautiful feeling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh talk about the benefits of being multilingual, uh, as an artist, entertainer, Ooh. musician. Okay. Um, first of all, you can appeal to many different crowds. And say like I have or my Russian crowd or you know people that that I don't really sing in Russian to be honest. I might start. It might be a great uh, way to to kind of like move back. But I when I moved here, I kind of like didn't look back and I didn't communicate because I didn't want to. Oh, she's she's in America. Why and how she got there or whatever. It, it's just like. I didn't want to deal with none of that, so I kind of let everything go. I got out of all the um, social media, Russian social media. We have Kontakte, like VK. It's kind of like a Russian Facebook situation. But everybody's on Instagram now, so I kind of, a lot of people from, from back in the day following me and like, oh, you sing in English or whatever. And then you sing Spanish or Portuguese. There's another crowd. And then English, of course, there's another crowd. So be able to to talk to more people, definitely. And be able to survive in different places and like get your way around and get some stuff that like tourists that don't know the language wouldn't get necessarily. Um, so that's that's great. Just Just understanding from more people. And understanding more people, because I feel like communication and understanding is the key to everything. Absolutely. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, and last question. What oh, that's it. We're, we're done. We're almost done. We're almost done. Yeah. We, okay. okay. Th- thir- 35 minutes has flown by. Because I'm, <laughs> I'm still like, <laughs> I'm still waiting for that one question that... I don't know how to answer, but so far it was really, really, really good question. So I appreciate that. Uh, or maybe what? that will be the one. <laughs> Save the best for last. Uh huh. What lessons can you reflect on uh, with your experience of delivering newspapers with your grandmother? Oh yeah. What lessons? Okay. That was a dark time. <laughs> that was definitely very tough. Um. First lesson, 
is probably don't get into something that is not going to uh, bring good returns. Like research, do your research and try to get from your situation, try to get the best. Because delivering newspapers, not paying that much money. That's all we had at that point. But now I'm like starting to realize maybe not. Maybe we could have done something that's more lucrative, that's more like, you know, profitable. But uh, at that point, that seemed like, and I didn't know anything because I was a child. Um, but you got to work hard in order to get something. That's that's kind of like the second lesson. Um, third is even if things are, even if things seem tough at the time, and you kind of en- endure it, and you you keep going, you keep putting those little papers, and you have this big stack that's very heavy, and you just you can't you sweating you 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 hate that at the time. But the more papers you put in those little um, mailboxes, the easier your load becomes. And then you're almost done. There's like this much and you, it's easy to carry. So kind of everything seems hard in the beginning. I guess, wow, we're, we're philosophizing right here. Um, everything seems very hard in the beginning, but the more you do it, the easier uh, it becomes. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's a great lesson to end the interview on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so share any plugs that you have Anything, any work that's coming up for you Oh, okay Well, if you guys want to follow me um, Definitely go to Instagram Follow Christina So Fine With the C-H, Christina So Fine um, Or my website, ChristinaSofina.com And um, the latest song that we put out Is called Just Friends With me, Three Drug and Gage Um uh, that song is amazing. I love that song. I did a second verse in that song. So you can check that out anywhere on Spotify, iMusic, Amazon Music, whatever you have, Tidal. Um, and then that's pretty much it. Just uh, Or, you know, if you, want, if you want a voiceover done for your business, um, hit me up on Fiverr. It's, it's going to be in my link in my bio and, and my Instagram. So I think Instagram is like the universal thing for everything. And I love it. That's how we connected through the Instagram. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much uh, for doing the interview. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for watching. Keep jamming.